Hello, everyone. We're on episode number six. I, too, am having a hard time believing that we've gotten five episodes in the can. But today we have a special guest. So as you know, we've done everything we possibly could to point out how great uh, the women of AI is, not just because of Sharon and Sadie, but because of the women who are in the women of AI. Sadie's not with us. She's in India. Um, she's doing better. Her daughter's doing better. Her husband is doing better. I don't think he really wants to come back, but you know, she's anxious to come home. But anyway, today we have Elizabeth Houston, better known to us as Liz. She's also an intern for the Women of AI, and she is responsible for the beautiful thumbnails that you get to see when you join Subtrio. Hi, Liz. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me, Sharon. Oh, excited to have you. I'm very excited to have you. So Liz has been with us for quite a while now, and she's really made her a home for herself here, but she's got a terrific history, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, I am living in the Nashville, Tennessee area right now, but I've kind of been all over the place. I just moved back to the States about a year ago. I was teaching in Taiwan most recently, teaching computer science. And it was just a bit of a career shift for me after like 15 years of teaching and I wanted to do something new. So I started getting into web design and virtual assistants for course creators and exploring AI, digital products, all the things. <laughs> oh, that's great. So we came along at the great time, perfect time for you. Absolutely. Yep. So when you say web design, talk to me a little bit about that and, and like some of your clients. What do you, I mean, do you start from the very beginning? Do they have to have an idea? Do you give them ideas or templates or how does that work? So yeah, it can be really wherever people are starting from. If they've got a website, they kind of DIY'd, I can kind of take over and help with redesign and some other things like that. Um, usually not starting completely from templates. A lot of it is customized, mm -hmm. uh, really just kind of what, what each person needs for their business. But I do plan in the future to have some templates for people too. Oh, that's pretty nice. So, so can you share with us uh, the story of how you transitioned from being a computer science teacher to an entrepreneur? Because that is a massive jump. I mean, those brain levels are, are not even on the same side, you know? Uh, yes, it, it was a, a big jump. Career, right. <laughs> having been a computer person myself. And yet you become an entrepreneur where there are no no blocks. You know, you're just open to everything. Yeah, it, it's been such a great change and it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. But now things have settled in and it, it's good. I was really kind of just burnt out from teaching after 15 years. And over in Taiwan, things were good during that 2020 to 2022 period that I was over there. But I also kind of really admired the lifestyle people could have where they could work from home or from anywhere. And I was like, hey, I want that for me. I need to figure out how to get out of teaching and make that a thing. Um, so I thought I would stay more in education. And I planned on teaching piano online tutoring ESL online, some things like that. And I'm like, no, I think I just need something different. Something that's techy, but not, not so much teaching, even if it's education. And I just joined like every summit 
for a period of three months, every free online summit to try a lot of things out. And web design was the first one that really kind of caught my eye, like, ooh, I could do this and I could enjoy this. So um, that's kind of how things started with WordPress web design. And then a little bit later, the virtual assistants and AI stuff kind of came in as like, and I'm just as excited about that. But it was just giving myself the time to figure out what I wanted to do was important. That's the most important thing is taking the time. I mean, it took me a while too. I started out, well, it doesn't matter. My resume reads sort of like a how-to book. So uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that that's a bad thing because everything works towards the good of one. So obviously your background helped you a lot in being able to understand and not go into AI with any fear. Uh, so it's funny because actually I was a little bit hesitant about AI, which is kind of surprising with the, the background that I have. And I think the reason is because it was in an education environment. When I was working with kids, I did have a lot of concerns about privacy and how data is being used. So I, I did actually kind of struggle more than you would expect, but it was just this realization like, well, this information is already out there and <laughs> I can just be careful what I share, nothing that I don't want to be used by anyone on the internet. So just being conscious of how I'm using it. That's good. And I think that that's a safe, uh, a safe bet for all of us. You know, just being conscious of what you're filling out. And if you can't figure out where it's going, then you probably don't want to put your name on it. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if they're not being transparent on what they're going to do with it, which sometimes is even still doubtful, um, mm -hmm. you should kind of like have some level of caution. So now that you're in AI and um, how are you using something like, are you using MidJourney in your um, web design? So I have a little bit, I have um, a, for one of my personal sites, I have an AI kind of meal planning and recipe blog. Mm -hmm. And it's both using text like chat GPT for things to give me the recipes and the meal plans, but then I kind of create each recipe in photos for, so that's how I use MidJourney on that website. And I kind of started with in the Women of AI, they had the food photography guide that kind of helped me with my prompts, getting the realistic images that look better than anything I actually bake. <laughs> but, yeah, so I've used it a little bit for the web design, but then I think the big way that I've been using MidJourney is actually with my Etsy bookmark store. Oh, so all my bookmarks are made with MidJourney art. So, so you were in the Women of AI when Sadie and I woke up one morning. So first of all, she talked about the free food photography guide. Um, the Women of AI, Sadie and I have put together all these free guides to kind of help break down the barriers of you being able to get what you want out of MidJourney or ChatGPT. We have guides for ChatGPT as well as MidJourney. Uh, and we stuck with those two because we did not want to overwhelm our audience with all of these engines if they could just learn these two, then they could kind of branch out on their own to some of the others. And so that's kind of what she's talking about there. One morning, Sadie and I woke up and I said, I want to do bookmarks. And Sadie said, yes, bookmarks. And so we made a few bookmarks and we put them up and we put the props up that we used. 
And we must have started, I don't know, 15, 20 Etsy stores that day. We didn't, but the women of AI did. And they actually started making money. And that's when it became real to quite a few people. Yeah, I when I went, there was actually kind of a challenge of making digital products one week and the women of AI. And it had started off as affirmation cards that I was making. And then it turned into bookmarks because I was like, oh, I, I made these um, kind of like girls and coding bookmarks as my first set. And I was like, oh, I don't know if kids use affirmation cards. Let's do bookmarks. They all have books. So, so it turned into bookmarks and I shared those. And, and I really had no intention of making it an Etsy store during the week of the challenge. And then it was like, all right, it's the last day. Everyone share your Etsy store link. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm starting one. <laughs> so. I just did. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, and that's, yeah. what, that's what kind of gets us going is that people who take action, you know, you found something you could do, you conquered it, and now you're actually going to make money from it. So what is your process from going from bookmark, from, from idea to the store? Yeah. So for the bookmarks, when I'm in mid-journey, sometimes I just keep it really simple and I'm like beach watercolor. <laughs> like I, I might just give it a couple words and see if it it gives me what I like. And then there have been other sets where it's a little more involved. Like there's one that has um, Greek goddesses in it, but each bookmark, since it has to be a different prompt, mm -hmm. I want to keep the style consistent in the art style. So for those cases, I would go to chat GPT and say, okay, like this is the, the, the Greek goddess I want to make a bookmark about. And can you create a prompt for me in the same style as the previous prompt or something? So it's it's a little bit of a, a process sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that is a little but but it's nice that you know that that you know enough about chat GPT that first of all it can give you a prompt. And two, that yeah. it can, as long as it's active in this one particular instance, it can go back, you can refer back to its history so that it can actually give you more information or more or um um, a, a complimentary um, response to what you've asked for before. Yeah, all my bookmarks are actually in the same little chat in ChatGPT. So then everything comes from that, my product descriptions, my keyword tags, and it kind of knows everything about my store now. And it knows what my previous product descriptions were. And I can just feed it in and each set gets faster and faster that way. That's pretty good. So you are really using AI to actually help you expedite filling up your 100 products for your store. 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at about somewhere between 15 and 20. But the thing is, like, you don't need 100. You can make sales with one or two things. And I'm just like, because she's uh, just take my time. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I've my goal with Etsy was to just be able to pay for my $10 a month mid-journey subscription. It was kind of the goal I had. Um, and in the few months it's been open, it's made like $55 or something like that with just maybe a dozen <laughs> products. So like, yeah, you can do it. <laughs> so yeah. um, can you share with us some of the successes or milestones that you've achieved while incorporating AI into your business? I mean, you just did a huge one <laughs> in the fact that it's because of mid-journey and chat GPT that you actually have an Etsy store and chat GPT helped you with your SEO and your tags as well or did uh, you have did you use another tool for that 
I, I mean, I'm SEO is not a strong point of mine. I really don't know what I'm doing, but I've done really nothing to promote my Etsy store other than organic Etsy traffic. So anyone who has found my bookmarks has come through something that I put on that page, whether it was the title that ChatGPT also gave me or the description or the tags. Um, and then for other milestones, I think it just lets me take action. So I never would have tried to write a blog before because writing just takes me so long. And there's a lot of things that I would just get stuck in. But having AI just have a conversation with me kind of encourage me. It's outlined courses that I'm working on. And it just kind of helps me. I live alone. So it's just kind of someone to talk things through. Like it's a real person, but it's not. <laughs> no, but sometimes so. the really good pointers. Even though, yeah. It's, yeah, right, right. So, how has being in the women of AI helped your business or helped your career? Even, yeah. So, um, you mentioned the that I'm doing the internship for the women of AI. So that's been really nice to kind of take a look at some of the the tools on the back end, things that I can use to help clients for the virtual assistant business or anything else. But the community itself, I think, is really the selling point that it's a safe space for women, that there's no gatekeeping of knowledge. People are sharing their prompts, sharing their outputs, encouraging each other. And I, I also just kind of love that, that taking action, like, all right, here are all these new trainings and products and keeping like letting people start from the very basics. I love the YouTube series of like the very, very, very beginner stuff so that like anyone can do this stuff. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Um, I, for those of you who don't know, when Sadie and I started this, Sadie didn't know how to get onto Discord and she couldn't get into mid-journey. I mean, she spent the weekend trying to do that. And um, by Tuesday, she was an expert and we had a Facebook group and we're applying for a trademark. So it's amazing. Yeah. So she's <laughs> now it's in like action. There's no doubt yeah. about that. But it's yeah. so good to hear that something that you that was an idea that we put together and we put this idea together simply because we know that you can make money from this. And, and especially for stay at home moms, for women who are disabled, for women who are in some of the um uh, third world countries, for lack of a better word, who don't have access to being able to leave the house, but they can get the internet every now and then. Um, and those are the people that we really want to be able to lower the barriers for to be able to take advantage of this new wave. And it is a wave. And I'm glad that it's normalizing now. When we when it first started, it was a huge thing, but now it's just kind of normalized, not completely, but enough that um, people aren't running away from it as soon as you say that. And I'm, I'm glad we were able to actually help you and maybe other oh, yes. people as well. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Yep. The group is growing so fast. <laughs> it is. So we're up to 13,500 women now. And I want to say that because it is for women only. Um, we do take uh, uh, transitional or um, transgender uh, but you have to be living as a woman to do that. And I have to say that I think it's terrific that the women are very protective of their space because every now and then a man will fall in 
and he will get called out very shortly thereafter. <laughs> Why are you yeah. here? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I think by the time we now we know he's there, he's happy that he's out of it because <laughs> yeah. Him, so. yeah, yeah. There's plenty of spaces for him. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. It's plenty of spaces, plenty of places he can go. So I'm I'm happy that you are the first because being an intern, you get to see both sides of it. And you get to see that it is a young company. We are a young company and we're growing so fast. And but one of the things that we want to be able to do is have give people access to so many different things. Our interns get access to whatever it is we have access to. And if they think that there's something that can make our lives better, we won't hesitate to be sure and put that in our arsenal as well. Any yeah, further it's words? a great program. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad I got to come on and just talk about some things and encourage people to just try it. I, I think now really is the time. Um, just that technology changes so fast. And I, and I kind of told myself, you know, AI is here to stay. And if I don't try it now, I think I'll either get left behind or just feel overwhelmed. And I kind of pushed past some of those hesitations to, to just try it. Oh, that's terrific. And that's very true. It's not going anywhere. And the only thing you can do is embrace it. You don't want to be one of those people who were are left behind because of something that someone said to you years ago. You know, so if you have any questions, don't hesitate. Our Facebook group is free. It's open. The membership is $25 a month and you get a ton of stuff with it, including being uh, spotlighted on our podcast, as well as being in the directory. We have a mailing list of about 25,000. And so you, your mailing, the mailing goes up, the newsletter goes out once a month and your company would be spotlighted on that as well, because we have a directory and a couple of other things. I think the Halloween prompt thing is going over really well. Every month now we're going to feature a holiday. Well, not every month, but if there is a holiday, then we will feature that. And we have um, images and prompts and um, did a video on how to make cards, how to make tumblers, how to put something on a sweatshirt, how to put something on a T-shirt. All these types of things that will actually get you, will earn you money. You can put them in the store. You can do them, um, have them drop shipped if you like, or you can just do designs and sell the designs, all kinds of ways. Need an amazing website to grow your business? eHouston Studio creates beautiful, functional websites tailored specifically for you. With a passion for technology, Liz understands your business goals and translates them into an online space that captivates your audience. Whether you need a brand new custom design, a rebuild, or a website makeover, eHouston Studio is your partner for success. Visit eHoustonStudio.com and book a discovery call to get started on the website of your dreams today. Well, thanks, Liz. Yeah, I love all those products. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. And we'll be talking to you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye.